Are you tired of not knowing what to do with your fitness and nutrition? Do you struggle with the vast amount of information available? Well, let me welcome you to your one-stop shop for fitness and nutrition advice. Let's simplify the crazy with useful tips and tricks to help you achieve your goals. I am your host, Scott, and let's get started. All right, welcome back to another edition of Stop Doing This, all right? So today I'm going to explore three more exercises or just ways that you do exercises that you need to stop doing right now, immediately, stop doing them, period, flat tax. Now again, I'm not saying it's necessarily horrible for you unless I say that or you shouldn't, you can't do them. These are just my recommendations based on my vast, vast amount of experience in the fitness industry. But hey, other trainers might have you do them and they might vouch for them. I personally don't do it this way. It's just it's just that simple. So the first and foremost on today's list of things you need to stop doing. Number one, when you deadlift, okay, not saying you shouldn't deadlift, okay? There is a time and a place for a deadlift, but when you deadlift, when you are going through the 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 hard part of the motion, the going up phase where you're you know you're squeezing everything and you go up and you squeeze everything, stop squeezing your butt number one because it really isn't necessary. It just doesn't really do anything for you. But also stop overarching your back. All right. So when you're going up from a deadlift, okay. So for those of you who don't know, if you don't know what a deadlift is, you can ignore this particular workout, um, or you can look it up online, but basically it's where you, you know, you grab a barbell or some form of weight and then you, you know, with a straight back and bent legs, you pull it up and it's, it's hard to explain over a podcast. That's why the purpose of this is to tell you, if you know what a deadlift is, stop doing it this way. When you get to the very top, when you're standing straight up, a lot of people tend to pull upwards a little bit and kind of arch their back and like push their hips forward. No, 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 no. Stop, stop, stop. No doing that. Absolutely not. Don't do that. It, number one, it's just terrible for your back. You're overarching your lower back, and you're also this is a heavy lift. You're probably going to hurt something long term. You're probably pull something. So when you deadlift, when you're coming up at the end part where you hold it in the air for a second, at that point, all you do is stand straight up in a neutral position. That's it. You don't need to, you know, shrug your shoulders, stretch out your back. Just stand straight up, neutral. Don't push your hips forward. Just stand them straight up as if you were normally standing up, okay? There is no need for that extra extension, all right? That's number one. Number two, number two, when you're doing a dumbbell flat bench fly. So we're doing flies on the bench, all right? So uh, for those who don't know what this is, it's a little easier to explain when you're lying on your back on a regular bench, not, not not a park bench, not when you're at the park or something like that, like at the gym, when you're lying on your back on a bench, you take two dumbbells and you basically create a semicircle and you touch the dumbbells at the top. So it's over your chest and your arms are straight. So arms are straight up over your chest and you bring, and you keep your arms relatively straight, not fully straight. There's a slight bend in your elbow and you bring them down uh, close to the uh parallel to the floor and then you bring them up over your chest with straight arms and you kind of create this like horseshoe semicircle type of thing when you do this do not lower your arms too far below your shoulder if anything do not even get to shoulder uh to shoulder height when you're going down and your arms are relatively straight or bent the dumbbell should never go past your shoulder 
All right, so never go lower than your shoulder. When it, What happens is it puts a lot of strain on those muscles, and you can potentially tear something, dislocate something. I have a, a roommate, my roommate one time was doing dumbbell flies with kettlebells. And as you know, as you hold a kettlebell, the weight uh, is not like a dumbbell. The weight is kind of focused on one end of the uh, of, of the piece of equipment. So like the dumbbell has a kind of a wide base versus a uh, sorry a kettlebell has a wide base. A dumbbell has two heads to it. So when you hold a dumbbell, you're using both heads at the same time. When you hold a kettlebell, there's one heavier end for sure, big bulky end. And when you go down, the the ending part of the weight is below your shoulder. So my roommate, <laughs> funny enough, not funny, it was bad. Funny enough, did this, and he just—I think he dislocated his shoulder. He hurt his shoulder pretty bad for a couple of months, and I think he dislocated his shoulder because the weight was so far below his shoulder when he went down with the weight that it, the the, it, the strain couldn't handle it. He couldn't handle the strain. So, highly recommend if you do dumbbell flies, which I don't even recommend it. I recommend doing like a cable fly standing is a much safer exercise. But don't go all the way past your shoulder in either exercise. Stop maybe five to ten degrees. Um, higher than what your shoulder is laying down, okay? So if you think about it this way, if you start laying down on your back, just bring your arm straight up ahead of you, and then what you do is you create a semicircle. So they're straight up ahead of you, uh, arms are straight above your chest together, and then bring them apart, and then stop about, you know, five to 10 degrees above where the shoulder blade is, or the shoulder is, and then boom, you go back up, okay? That way you're not overstretching the muscles, and you, you might, you know, less of a chance to get hurt. So that's number two. So number one, do not overarch your back deadlifting when you're coming up and when you're stopping. And then number two, don't go below your shoulder when you're doing a fly, a dumbbell fly or a cable fly. Number three, and the one I see most often from people, and if you're at home right now, this one probably applies to you more so than everyone else, is stop flaring your elbows when you do push-ups. Oh my Lord, this drives me insane. And this drives me insane. Okay, so a push-up. Everyone knows a push-up. I'm not going to explain a push-up. But what happens is, and you can look at this when you online or maybe videotape yourself, but when you go down, what people tend to do because of a lack of flexibility or a lack of strength in their chest is they come down and their elbows flare out 90 degrees. So their elbow is basically pointing straight outwards perpendicular to where they are, okay? And what happens is that puts a lot of stress. So if you just do an air push-up with me right now, right? Get into a push-up position and you come back with your hands and your elbows flare out, that's wrong. What you want to do is take those elbows, not your hands. Your hands are fine, okay? Their hands should be about shoulder width apart, maybe a little bit farther. Your hands are fine. Don't move your hands. All you want to do is take your elbows and bring them down to a 45-degree angle. And that's it. Because what happens is you're putting a lot less stress on the shoulder when your elbows are tilted at that 45 degree angle instead of a 90 degree angle. Okay. So think about it this way. Your elbow right now is at your side. Okay. Let's say bring your, bring your, uh, bring your hand up, elbow at the side and it's touching your side. As you lift your elbow and shoulder up, you get to about 90 degrees. That's parallel to the floor. That's what you're doing the push-up, okay? That's not good. Look out, look how hot, look, 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 look at where your elbow is, look at where your shoulder is. It's at 90 degrees, sorry, it's it's parallel to the floor and it's basically like this straight line where when you do a push-up, you're using a lot of shoulder and that can hurt it. So what you wanna do is not go all the way up. You wanna go only about halfway up from what you just did. So only about halfway away from your body and then halfway down from 90 degrees away from your body. Okay, so pretty simple, 45 degree angle, bring your elbows 
in when you do push-ups, not all the way in, not attached to your body, but halfway in, halfway out. You don't want to bring them all the way out away from your body, and you don't want to bring them all the way in towards your body. Okay, just halfway, halfway in, halfway out. It's we got it's practice because people do it because of weakness in their muscles, and they use other muscles to compensate and to try to get the exercise done versus doing the exercise correctly. So doing the stop doing those three things. If you do any of those, stop doing those. You will definitely last a lot longer. You'll have a higher quality of life. You'll have less pain, all that great stuff. All right. So that being said, if you're someone who makes these mistakes, does not know how to fix them, even with these amazing explanations, which I will say it is, it is hard to explain this stuff over audio and not video. So maybe I'll come out with a video of this and and put it somewhere because I think that's super important to do that as well. But if you're someone who wants coaching and to kind of get out of these bad habits, to learn the best habits, learn the best ways to hit your goals as fast as humanly possible, get on my calendar, scottspeaksfitness.com, free 20-minute coaching call. Otherwise, I hope you enjoyed today's informational podcast and have a great rest of your day and I'll talk to you next time.